0: Hold one, arm drag. As God is my witness, he is broken in half. Brett screwed Brett. Hold two, arm bar. I did it for The Rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Hold three, the moss-covered, three-handled family gradunzel. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Number four. Armbar. It's a different kind of high tonight For Eddie Guerrero Eddie Guerrero
1: gets his redemption Eddie Guerrero Has exercised his demons
0: Ladies and gentlemen Welcome to another episode of Los Marcos Podcast My name is Varro I am one third of Los Marcos Uh, That may change to one half of Los Marcos But we'll update you on that And today I have Kels, it's only me and Kels, two man team today.
1: Yerr! <laughs> I know. Oscar is uh, what? He, like, is he stuck in a hurricane or tornado or something like that?
0: He said tornado in uh, wherever he is. So, I hope I hope he's okay. This is you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we might have to go back to the traditional uh, two man booth. You know how they WWE does three man booths now. We might have to go back old school too,
1: man. Yeah, we might not have no Corey Graves anymore. It might just be uh, JR and the King again because Oscar might die tonight. So please keep him in your prayers, guys. <laughs> it's very important that you keep him in your prayers. Watch uh,
0: watch some Dean Malenko highlight for him tonight because I don't know what he's going to be doing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, lots of stuff happened this week again. Um, I feel like wrestling just keeps moving at a rapid pace. Like, we can't even keep up with all this shit, man.
1: Yeah, it doesn't stop. It's, it's it's kind of now, it's like, you have to, like, you used to check your phone for wrestling news, but now it's like you constantly have to check your phone for um, industry news because things change, stories change, everything changes yeah, I mean, in, like, 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, we were about to start, and then something else popped up, like, no matter what, I think we're gonna end up missing something because it'll pop up as soon as we hit end record. It's ridiculous right now. But um, let's start off. All right, let's start off with the with the talent arms race that we've been talking about for I feel like since the beginning of this podcast. Now it's um it's come out that Lucha Underground is not letting people out of their contracts where when they're asking for their release. And if you guys don't know, lucha Underground season five, I think is completely up in the air. No one has any real idea if they're gonna film another season or if they're not and until they know they're not they don't wanna let go of any talent like um Eva least this week tweeted out well, she posted on her Instagram story and then tweeted a screenshot of her uh Instagram post, so it says. I'm going to read it off. It says, I've done everything in my power to avoid having to do this, but at this point, I literally have no choice. For over one and a half years now, I've been battling Lucha Underground to grant me my release. They convinced me to do season four under the promise that I'd be released after the season concluded and was still unhappy. They currently are still refusing to do so despite having been told numerous times that they would. This has caused me an unbearable amount of grief for so, so long now. I really have no words to describe and don't know what else to do. Being legally held hostage while pro wrestling is booming is, not, is a matter not to be taken lightly. Especially coming from someone who had dedicated their life to their work it's everything to me. I am at my wick's end. So at this point, regardless what happens from here on out, at the very least, my story is told. So Lucha Underground, Eva I guess, is one of them that wants to speak out, but they're holding people hostage, I guess.
1: Well, she was um, the thing. I think the thing is that makes it worse is like, yeah, I get companies holding people, fine, whatever they, you know, it happens in wrestling all the time. But I think it's the fact that she had an agreement with Lucha Underground saying that, all right, once I'm done filming, like you can let me go, and Lucha Underground is like, no. We're we're not gonna let you go. So as as in company, they're pretty much hurting their how would you say, uh they're just they're hurting their uh, overall
0: I don't know what say reputation. Saying, like, yeah. reputation. Yeah, yeah, there you
1: go. I couldn't get the word out. They're hurting their reputation because they can't be trusted. And nobody's gonna go work for them now because they're not gonna let anybody go. Yeah. I'm- and I think it makes I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: Uh, I'm guessing she signed an exclusive deal to them, right? Because a lot well, of I other don't... guys have contracts, but they do show up at other shows. I, 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 I not I haven't her. seen her show up at other. Yeah, like we don't know the details of the contract, but I have. I guess I, I'm just going to assume that it's a Lucha Underground exclusive because I haven't seen her show up at like at Impact or like C in the AAA, CMLL, anything like that.
1: And it also seems like if you look at her Twitter, it also seems like she's probably making this point or probably. Pissed because she might have. Pro- she more than likely got an offer from WWE because on her feed she's been posting a lot of like her old NXT stuff when she was um known as uh was it something Cortez or whatever. Yeah. So she's been posting a lot of those pictures and a lot of throwback stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if NXT probably got back to her and WWE hired her because you know they've been hiring a lot of people from Latin America and from you know Latino Hispanic areas and. I wouldn't be surprised if they won more people for that. So, you know, like, you know, Lucha Underground's fucking up. This is not going to help them. Nobody's going to, because she could just stay on the contract and just not wrestle. Or she could just put on terrible matches and hurt the quality.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, like she said, pro wrestling right now is blooming, you know. Like, it's booming. And you want to get out there and uh, make a name for yourself, I guess. It's what you it's what you like set out to do when when you get into the wrestling industry?
1: Yeah, but I, but the thing is, she's been doing this for what fifteen years almost.
0: Yeah, she's been she's a she's a bet.
1: She's wrestled for what for Shine for for Lucha Underground Impact Wrestling. She's famous on Lucha Underground for that crazy ass spot. So you know, we just have to see what's gonna happen. I wouldn't be surprised if she says fuck it anyway and just like starts wrestling for another company anyway. Yeah, because really really if like WWE wanted to they could sign her and then Lucha Underground could try to sue WWE but they're not going to have the amount of money to fight WWE yeah
0: no no way and like like i said I, I think their new season is like up in the air they don't have uh they they didn't get renewed i think with um where they they aired on el rey network and um they haven't told talent anything so every, everything's up in the air for Lucha Underground and it sucks cuz i i like the product like and then I used to watch her on Netflix until they pulled it off.
1: Yeah, she's she's been she'll be all right, I think so. But do you think outside of her is there anybody else on that roster that people are gonna go crazy for? Because I don't know. You think anybody's really going crazy for Joey Ryan? I mean, he's popular on in the indies,
0: just 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 because I think his gimmick is so stupid that people want to see it. <laughs> the the, my, the super penis. <laughs>
1: yeah, I hate that freaking thing. It's so dumb.
0: I mean, it's dumb, but like. When you're watching you're laughing your ass off like it's funny. <laughs> but but I I agree, dumb and um I think Joey Ryan to AEW probably. They they would probably take him. Open arms.
1: Yeah, as you see he said, Joey Ryan said I back he released hundred percent of this. Prior to season four we were told anybody who requested a release would be granted one. Some did and left after tapings. Others show faith in the product and now seems we are being punished for it. With no season five in sight, it's petty to keep anyone locked up.
0: Yep. And he didn't delete his tweet. He released did uh she deleted yeah. that tweet
1: yeah my Instagram she deleted.
0: post Joey Ryan you don't give a shit yeah he doesn't I mean I don't know I, I just hope I hope it all it, it all gets worked out cause um they're they're right the wrestling industry is booming man like you don't wanna be sitting on a bench when you can be starting somewhere
1: especially with AEW and Ring of Honor and all these places trying to sign everybody yeah and
0: and plus, you know, everybody that's getting a contract right now is getting a bag. Like, they're getting the best offers of their careers, and possibly at this point, the best offer they ever will get in their career. Especially yeah. like wrestlers that are up there in age, like Eva Like she, she got to secure that last. Like if it's like an NBA or NFL, or whatever, she got to secure that last max contract she can get before she has to retire.
1: Yeah, because they could sign her and just, like, make her a valet or whatever. Yeah,
0: or she could just do the, like, the Mickie James role where she's just, like, she's there to elevate talent or fill in where, wherever they need her. Just like that locker room bet. Well, we'll see how that works out. Yeah, but, um, yeah, you got, you want to talk about uh, OWE news?
1: Well, this was going to be for Oscar, but Oscar is stuck on, is stuck <laughs> in the hurricane right now, so... Um, nah, it's just, um, OEW, uh, obviously, you know, they're a small promotion, but they have been made some waves this uh, week. Uh, they announced two partnerships. Uh, one partnership is with All uh, Elite Wrestling. And then another partnership that they announced is with Crash Lucha Libre. Uh, Crash Lucha Libre is another it's a Tijuana Mexican uh, promotion. So, you know, that's... Pretty dope to see another small promotion um, going, how would you say, um, international? Because now dealing with all elite, you know, you have a small promotion that's going to be in an American market, and then that's also going to be in uh, what's called a uh, Latin American market. Now, have you watched any OWE wrestling? Nah, that's, that's Oscar.
0: That watches like a bunch of these small, smaller industry uh, promotions. Yeah. I, ha- I haven't watched them.
1: OEW is the um. The the promotion that has that monk. I don't know if you've seen that gif of that monk going around on the internet. He's like a monk wrestler.
0: Nah, I can't say I have.
1: Yeah, and then a lot of their mat they have like matches that literally look like choreographed kung fu fights from like The Raid. Oh, this this is that Chinese
0: promotion, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I've seen <laughs> I've seen the monk picture. But um yeah, they do like kinda of, kind of, like choreographed um Kung Fu, Kung Fu fights and stuff.
1: It's like a episode of Power Rangers but we're wrestling.
0: Yeah. With, like a couple <laughs> of like arm bars and stuff thrown in there. <laughs> but um I guess it's like, you know, expanding everybody's palette. If you watch a- if you're gonna watch AEW you're gonna get like a little bit of wrestling from every corner of the world it seems. And that's that's pretty dope.
1: Yeah, because you want to talk, people want to talk about Flippy Floppy. This shit is Flippy Floppy to another level. Like, <laughs> this is not even like Flippy Floppy. This is like Kung Fu fighting on a thousand. So, ever, shout out, you, shout out to OWE Though.
0: You ever? <laughs> I don't know if you ever watched um Kung Fu Soccer, the movie. It's like a movie called Kung Fu Soccer. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. That's like isn't, that's what this it is. Shaolin Soccer. Oh, Shaolin Soccer. Yeah, yeah. There you go. But um, yeah, that's what this O-E-W is. It's like Kung, uh, Shaolin soccer, but Shaolin wrestling.
1: <laughs> They're going to need some talent because all their guys are like short Asians who just do flippy floppy. <laughs>
0: so that's why Oscar watches it. It all makes sense now.
1: <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, short short vanilla midgets who do flippy floppy <laughs> makes complete...
0: Um, talk about AEW. Uh, Cody Rhodes had a recent interview and he said that AEW will probably probably have win loss records and not like traditional uh booking and that they will also not have writers at the moment i think the writers the writer thing makes sense to me like we were talking before and it makes sense to me because they only have that one show lined up like everything else we don't know what they're going to do yet so it doesn't make sense to have writers on the books if you're going to be paying them to do nothing for you yet
1: yeah, because they haven't even secured a TV deal. So what's the point of having writers? And who knows? You know, you maybe for the... If, even if you do secure a TV deal, maybe for the first couple of weeks, you don't really need writers. Or, you know, because once you set everything up and you outline how everything's going to go. Because I don't know. There's, there's like... As far as like NJPW, they say like Guido books everything. But it's like Black Secret Notebook. um, And Cody apparently is going to follow in his footsteps and have the Black Secret Notebook. Where he books everything. Um, like, do the, does New Japan have writers? I feel like it's they say that it's like one person doing everything, doing the booking. Yeah, I have, so, I have no idea. You're you're the New Japan guy, bro. <laughs> I have to look. I've never really gone into detail because everything looks like they make sense.
0: Yeah, but that's crazy. But, if just one person, if it's true that just one person is booking a whole promotion.
1: Well, they say that Guido books everything two years in advance
0: oh yeah yeah you told me that and then
1: before. yeah and then guido has that he doesn't put anything on the computer he walks around with a notebook where all his uh booking information is because he doesn't want to get hacked <laughs> or he doesn't want any leaks getting out about his uh, storyline but big daddy meltzer takes care of that and still leaks shit anyway <laughs> that's
0: like some super villain type shit just keep all your information in a little black book
1: I kinda like it. <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: it's cool, but it's like uh, some super villain type shit.
1: Look at how much garbage gets leaked out of WWE, so
0: I wonder how much of that they leak out on their own though. Just to fuck with Meltzer. Feels like I feel like nobody in WWE likes him. At least they can't think... they can't say they like him.
1: Do you think Vince vince gets off every time brian alvarez throws like a, a fucking fit <laughs> Pro- probably vince vince is a vince is a weird guy like we said <laughs> the fucking weirdo stick burrito guy you <laughs> know but um i can speak on njpw news that i think we have here um so yeah, got two bits of news we have um, Kushida, who we mentioned in the last podcast, was leaving NJPW to go to WWE. Uh, it apparently came out the reason why he left the WWE was because he requested to Guido that he wanted to turn heel and join the Bullet Club. But Guido said no, which um, mirrors some talent who we will talk about later who probably have left for storyline or booking reasons. And then in other news, which is scary, um, Mr. Shibata, Shibata, your boy, one of the, who was one of the best wrestlers in New Japan um, up until he got hurt. Please go watch the Shibata versus Okada match. Um, apparently, um, is still trying to wrestle. Uh, doctors have told him that it's no good, but he feels that he still can come back and do it. I don't feel comfortable about this. Have, did you see that match with Okada? Like, Have you seen why he can't wrestle? He got no, I, haven't, he, uh, I haven't I haven't watched it. What, well for anybody
0: what happened
1: to him? Just, well anybody that hasn't who hasn't watched it, um this is when Okada was champ, him and oh gosh Okada had a match. Um and Shibata's known as a stiff worker. He's been working stiff for years, but there was a spot during the match where um Okada hits Shibata with uh kind of like a rainmaker, but not a full rainmaker. And then um Shibata counters it gets up. And he completely headbutts Okada stiff, like a supremely stiff headbutt, to the point where Shibata started bleeding, cut himself open. Um, he also took, he also did the headbutt spot maybe like two more times in the match, and then, but that one was the worst. Um, after the match, though, he like was nauseous, was like getting dizzy, went to the hospital. He had a concussion, and then apparently his brain or his head area started getting inflamed. And Shit. he had blood pooling in his head um, Yeah, crazy. so he was hospitalized for like three weeks Something like that And then he finally got out But the doctors pretty much told him he can't wrestle anymore Because of the concussion that he suffered during his career Were a bit too much And then in that match, it was out of control So Damn, that's, that's crazy I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a watch that match this
0: weekend Since yeah, we're, gonna probably get, we're gonna get hit someday. with that crazy snowstorm apparently
1: that shit's not coming. I don't believe. It. I think that snowstorm <laughs> is fake news. I'm not even gonna lie.
0: So, but so we didn't get the snowstorm, but Oscar got caught in a in a tornado apparently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what
1: else we got? So, oh yeah, this is uh, in regards to the stuff that you you and I were talking about before the show. Uh, Dragon Lee, who is also a, I think he's related to Rush. I think Rush is his family or his something like that. Um, he signed. He also signed with Ring of Honor. Um, this is important because Rush and Dragon Lee this is back-to-back two guys who know each other signed with Ring of Honor, but apparently the reason why they signed with Ring of Honor was because Mr. Andrade Cien Almas told them not to come to WWE from a story that was reported today. What's your What's your thought on that?
0: I, I don't know. We're, we're going to have to wait on <laughs> on details. Apparently Andrade Cien Almas, like we're going to continue to call him on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> he said, he told them that uh, WWE is not Cut out Is not uh, All all that All that is cut out to be Because uh, I guess Of their booking And storylines Or whatever And he told them To stay away from WWE not to sign I mean We're just gonna Have to wait and see If I guess if Andrade's push That he's getting Is cut Or like Slowed down Then obviously It it was true And Vince is not gonna be Happy about it But um, I I hope it's not true Just because It'll stunt uh, Andrade's career in
1: WWE, well, I think that's it's interesting, and I I don't know if you've noticed, but there's been a lot of pilfering of like Latin American talent recently in the past week, few weeks. So I think we're gonna see more. I think Lucha is like on the way back up because you see like Mysterio's back, uh, Cien Almas is getting pushed into the main event, the Lucha Bros are like everywhere. You have uh, Bandito signing a Ring of Honor. You have um, now Rush and Dragon Lee signing Ring of Honor. So once again, like this is goes back to like WWE's um how would you call it there and WWE Ring of Honor and AEW the wrestling scene just being crazy um, with the amount of signings. So it just shows that like we said, like Evilie said, when wrestling is how it is, it sucks that she's stuck under contract because she'd probably get signed real quick. So oh yeah, she gets snatched up (laughs) fast. Yeah, shout out to you at least. Hopefully you get signed.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like just you know to, like saying? comment on on you saying that it's not it's not just like Latin wrestlers. Like I feel like that that style, the high flyer style, is coming back because even um you got like Mustafa Ali. He's not Latino, but he has that luchador high flyer kind of style.
1: He and, looks like, Puerto Rican though.
0: <laughs> what happened? Looks, he looks Puerto Rican. Ah, uh, he's but he's he's Pakistani. <laughs> <laughs> I think Pakistani and Bangladesh, I think. Yeah, I listened, yeah. The, I listened to the interview, but I can't remember right now. Wow, wait a wait a wait a uh,
1: listen. I I remember the other stuff. <laughs> he used to be a cop. <laughs> yeah, 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 he used to be a cop. Shout out! Shout out to uh, Mustafa Ali for uh, doing the right thing with those people for war that had warrants. He's a good guy. He's a good guy.
0: Yeah, if if you guys <laughs> want to listen to that, that was on the. The Chasing Glory podcast, Lillian Garcia's podcast. It was a, it was a good interview. It made me a bigger wait, fan.
1: Wait, 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 with Lillian Garcia, championship, <laughs> championship. <laughs> fucking amazing, championship. <laughs> um, next,
0: next up, we have. um I don't know. We haven't we haven't talked about this yet. How we feel about this certain news, but um, I I think I don't like it. So uh, Impact is now allowing co-streaming fans to do their uh their own commentary i guess this is all through twitch right
1: yeah bro it's through twitch yeah you can co-stream impact every friday and share your with your audience and add your own commentary listen the marks are gonna be happy bro like those marks that were at the evolve show next to oscar they're gonna be wild happy because now they can do their own commentary and invite nobody to watch on the internet that's gonna be great yeah, that's so. that's the first thing that popped up into my head when uh, I read that on the docket.
0: I was like, "Oh, those marks are going to be so happy." It's like I'm I'm just going to look for those streams and report them as spam.
1: <laughs> don't do that. That's, that's fucked up.
0: <laughs> but um, I don't know. I guess I guess it's cool. Like, and maybe people can get signed or something through that.
1: That'd be dope yeah. If you like, manage yeah, like... to get a
0: job through that. Be or
1: somebody has good enough commentary. It'd be I'd be kind of great to watch it though, with like somebody who doesn't know anything about wrestling. Or you can get um, like have people like mystery science theater and just rag on it, because this can backfire in multiple ways. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe they're <laughs> going with the, any any publicity is a good publicity angle. Yeah, that's but, that's, that's probably what they're doing. But that, that's a, that's a dope idea though. What you just said, um. Just have two people that never watch wrestling, and just have because I, I like that. Like I like watching people watch wrestling for the first time. Like you give them a match, and like all the stuff they they come up. They're like it's cool. It's cool to see. I, I'd watch that. Here we have to find somebody and get them to do it.
1: That'd be kind of rough though, have somebody who's never watch wrestling watch Impact. Don't ever watch wrestling again after watching an episode <laughs> of Impact. Whoa, burn. <laughs> I mean, it depends what what match you put put on. I guess it feels good to be able to rag on Impact and not have Oscar <laughs> run out run out of his underwear and defend this <laughs> this bad product. Oscar's too busy battling that tornado, man. <laughs> He's probably like in the van, like Twister, driving around. <laughs> it's like a cow stuck in the tornado.
0: Jesus Christ. We hope we hope you're okay ass <laughs> if if you hear this. <laughs> All right, next uh WWE is reportedly doubling or tripling offers to talent if they agree to sign on the spot. So this is just more stuff on the the arms race that is the uh wrestling industry right now.
1: Yeah. Like uh, but did you yeah, they they're, they're like I like how the, but essentially WWE is like calling people's bluffs like yo you gonna sign with us nah i got another offer. we'll triple it sign right now <laughs> like that's some like wild pressure to put on somebody like but that's kind of smart because people are gonna go for the back bro yeah nobody's gonna be like no nah, i'm not gonna sign with you guys you know? i mean
0: you got you got some guys that didn't you got kenny omega
1: yeah but kenny's like kenny's something else he's his own person you know what i'm saying
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right. he's in another world, essentially. I'm telling you, man, this is like the this is the perfect time to be a wrestler. And that's why, like shit, like that Lucha Underground is doing sucks. You're holding these everybody, these talent hostage, man. Everybody, this is this is, this is everybody's chance to get that bag, and and they can't.
1: But you know, but I, I think that even with the whole like doubling or tripling, I don't. Th- I think some wrestlers are not comfortable with being. Um, how would you say just being like second fiddle or third fiddle, or you know, dying in the mid card? Yeah, they they want
0: they want to perform.
1: Yeah, I think I think people want to be treated with respect. They want their characters, you know, to be treated with respect, and they don't want anything to change. So, you know, I think I think what's happening is that I think now that everything is bigger. Everything's more advanced. Um, the you have the internet, you have YouTube, you have everything. I think now essentially like there are people or there are certain, you know, athletes and wrestlers who who can be bigger than any product. That their brand is stronger than you know, it transcends wrestling. You know, guys like Kenny Omega, AJ Styles, um, somebody like John Cena, any of those guys could just like leave and they could just choose to work on the indies for the rest of their life and they're always going to get a check and they're always going to get booked and I think some people are kind of seeing that if you work to just building your brand enough then you become kind of like a free agent that everybody wants and then you can just do whatever the hell you want because you can always go oh yeah I might sign this contract but then I can leave Cause, or, or you imagine we might get to a point where we have wrestlers who just say I'm only going to sign six months or one year contracts and just jump around you know
0: yeah that, that'd, be, that'd be cool just so you could see them perform against everybody. Like dream matches could actually happen that be bounded by contracts. But I, uh, I, you know, this is something we're just gonna keep our eye on for like, I guess like a year or so like, I feel like once AEW actually gets a TV contract and maybe hires some writers, then we'll, then we'll like all this, all the dust will settle and we'll see. Who the real winner, I guess, of the arms race ends up being? Hopefully, it's it's not WWE because that would suck. <laughs> I, we'll 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 talk about them later, <laughs> but um, if you want to talk about WWE, we have uh, rumors of superstars asking for their releases because they're not happy with their position in the company.
1: Well, I think one is verified and the other one isn't.
0: Yeah, so um, the first one was uh the revival. It came out that they. Were unhappy not only with the way they were being booked But unhappy with the w- way the whole tag team division is represented and set up in the WWE at the moment And then the second rumor was Mike and Maria Kanellis asking for their releases Because they were unhappy with the way that they've been booked um, what, do you, what do you think about uh, Revival asking for their release?
1: Yeah, they deserve it. They were so over in NXT, and then they came the WWE. They got buried like, what happens? And everybody knows the tag team division is not treated with, um, you know, it's not treated with respect. Um, you know, they're like they're always put on the pre-show. They're always then they've been and the tag team division. You know, for all the shit that everybody gives them, the talent has been and the and the. The, the way that the matches the quality of the matches have been great. So for them to the way that WWE does is like a disservice. And we're gonna see and, and we're gonna see it when they do it with um uh, um the female tag division that's probably gonna be a mess too. Um so you know I'm not surprised that they did that. But did you see what happened with the with Ryan Sateen and Maria Kanellis? I saw her come out and say that
0: the report of them asking for the release wasn't true. Yeah, she said it was. Did they have like a back and forth?
1: Well, yeah, she said that it wasn't true, and and then Satine was like, um, "That all he that he asked her to, you know, for confirmation, and then on the story, and pretty much Canelas, both female and male, didn't respond to him, so they didn't say anything at all." Um, and then, uh, you can see in the comments, uh, Ryan Satine says this couldn't be further from the truth. I have all the incentive in the world to care. Not only is my career and trustworthiness of my site on the line with every story I publish, but I also have respect for other humans and have zero interest in spreading false information. Um, and then there was another girl from, her name is Erica Steiner. She made a valid point she's I think from she's a foreign producer at TMZ she's probably some random person on the internet but she did make a good point which was like I wonder who is more trustworthy in this situation the person who broke countless major entertainment and wrestling news stories for the past decade which is Ryan Satine or the scammer who went on leave almost immediately after getting signed and she's obviously talking about Maria Canellis, who got pregnant the minute mm-hmm. she signed yeah. and then she's talking about um male Canellas, who went to rehab right after he got signed so, I'm under the impression that I think this is true. She probably did ask for a release and didn't want to getting out, and she's probably like, you know how people always go deny, 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 deny. That's like the first rule of any story is always to deny, and then eventually you like work it down to like, all right, if it was true, I said this. Okay, it's true. Whatever. Yeah, that's that's
0: what <laughs> when I saw the the story. Um, and in, in a group chat, I'm in. Mean, um, one of my boys posted it. And I was like, "Well, that's kind of ungrateful of them, in my opinion." Like, I'm not saying I probably sound like a dick, but whatever. It's like ungrateful because as soon as they signed, she got pregnant, and then this guy had to go to rehab for a couple of months. So they were get, and they got paid throughout all that. That's like I don't know. That sounds like being ungrateful to me because well, they, they they took were- they took care of them, right? They didn't they didn't stop paying them. While they were
1: yeah, WWE stood by them, but you know, people they're exploiting the bag, and they'll see we'll see how they act when that bag goes away.
0: Like, you gotta you gotta act grateful, like, uh, like Adam Page. Did you see his story? Oh, uh, he's looking buff as yeah, hell. Yeah, he, he he looks uh, pause, he looks good now, but like, um, he went to rehab and he like he just praised WWE for standing by him the whole time. Again, I'm not saying Maria and uh, Mike are wrong in asking for the release, but it it just looks it doesn't look good on their part, in my opinion.
1: And correction, you met Adam Rose, not Adam. Payne. Oh,
0: Adam Rose. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, he's
1: looking jacked. Yeah,
0: he looks he <laughs> looks healthy now. Like he posted a picture during like I guess his rock bottom, and now he, the guy the guy looks good now.
1: He's like at two, dirty, two, two Like I don't know. He said something about being two something. Yeah, good so. good for him happy he got cleaned up fucking and now he's got a beard and stuff he looks all looks all huge (laughs) but i I don't think wwe is gonna sign him back but still that that means that he could probably work on the um i want you to call it he could work on the uh, indies now
0: yeah maybe send them like back to evolve or something if they do keep him yeah evolve nxt something like that Hmm.
1: i guess but um, let me see what else we got. Oh yeah, speaking of uh, people who left and came back, um, apparently Hulk Hogan did an interview with. Uh, I thought I thought you were gonna say uh, people <laughs> people that are trying to be better, like
0: Adam Rose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he uh, did an interview with People Magazine, and he said uh, people are all human and they make mistakes. So it's about forgiving people and learning and growing. I'm definitely not in the same place I was 12 or 13 years ago. You know, when I said such stupid words, what came out of my head, that's not who I am. Um, now, I don't know, people cause he could say that, but it's like, bro, you're not... Like, how old is Hulk Hogan, bro? <laughs> uh,
0: I has to be 60-something,
1: right? Oakwood is 65, yep. so 12 years ago, when he made those comments after fucking his buddy's wife, who's a cuck, um, <laughs> he was 53. I think at 53, you know exactly who you are at that point. I don't think I've met many 53-year-old people who are like, I don't know. It's kind of hard, hard to change and, at that age. <laughs> unless you're um, Bruce Jenner. But... um. <laughs> You know, like oh my god, this I don't know. This is bullshit. I feel like this is just bullshit, and we need to get ready for more Hulk Hogan on WWE TV and WWE products and WWE anyway. So, I mean,
0: they they they're, they've been trying to reintegrate him into the product like slowly, money in the sand, the Mean Gene thing, and um I think they even put him back in the Hall of Fame, right? They had taken him out for a bit, but now he's back in it. So the Hulk Hogan last the last run is coming. I think it's gonna be his last run.
1: And he's not gonna wrestle again. He said he wasn't. Oh, no. And the people The people in the he said he's too old. But maybe they just bring him out to like put somebody over. No, I mean, like, kind of like a like a
0: goodbye tour, maybe. Just like, but I don't. I don't know. Hulk Hogan's weird. But um, yeah, like you said. He he's, he was old He's 50 something When he said that If he said it You meant it At that age At that age Yes if, if he was like 16 18 And said it And he comes back At 30 years old And he's like You know I've changed since then Then I, then I could believe you You know But But at 53 You're saying this stuff it, it's, it's how you feel And it's probably still How you feel You just can't You can't be open about it So Hulk Hogan just has to chill I will I, <laughs> I still pop though When I hear uh, I am a real <laughs> You're sad <laughs> You know that No I'm not it's, it, it's integrated into my Into my brain for What 29 years now it, It's it, I can't I can't help it This is I can separate Hulk Hogan from uh, What's his name Terry Terry Balboa, or whatever his name is, I can separate them. You know how people separate Kanye the man from the Kanye Kanye's music. That's how. That's that's the stance I'm taking on Hulk Hogan.
1: Yeah, I'm not taking that stance. I'm not separating art, art from the character. You know, I, I don't I don't fuck with racist wrestlers. <laughs> I don't fuck with um, wrestlers who make negative comments about homosexuals. That's a shout out to Mister Warrior. Um, frankly. Ric Flair was my dude until I heard that he used to call um, the greatest Smackdown general manager of all time he used to call him a nigger so I can't fuck with that you know there's just a lot of stuff I'm not separating I'm not separating R. Kelly peeing on a chick oh, no, yeah, that's... and being a pedo from his music I'm not separating Kanye and his MAGA mess from his music fuck easy and I'm definitely not separating 6 9 from his music <laughs> And six nine from his pedo stuff, but you know he's never been guilty. I just want to put that out there. So <laughs> shout out to six nine. I hope you're doing well in prison. You know we need you out here. There's, we need another meme king. There's not another meme king in rap Yo, music, so, so it's kind of whack right boy, now.
0: Soldier boy or soldier man, whatever he's called now. Trying oh, to steal young his gimmick. young
1: Draco, young yeah, Draco, trying to steal his yeah.
0: gimmick, bro. <laughs> He, he knew he knew there was a fill, uh, a void to fill and he's trying to fill it. Like this guy's wildin' right
1: now. I'm gonna be honest, <laughs> I'm all here for the soldier boy stuff. I am one hundred percent a soldier boy fan. Um he discovered Riff Raff, who I love. You know, he gave us, you know, Turn My Swag on, which is a classic. He gave us Kiss Me Through the Phone, which is another classic. You know. Soldier's the man, bro. Soldiers, the man. and you know, shout out to Much Dank. If you guys watch YouTube videos, please follow Much Dank on YouTube. Subscribe. I'm waiting for the Soldier Boy interview edit. It still hasn't dropped, but <laughs> hopefully they hurry up. Cause Young Draco, did you hear his new song he dropped?
0: Nah, but after all, after all this stuff, yeah, he he took advantage and dropped the record. I haven't heard it yet though.
1: Yeah, he dropped the uh, um, overseas drip or something like. No, it's called New Drip. New Drip. Mm. But it sounds just like um, Hoodrich Juan Pablo. But then, did you see also now he's like even more in the news now because um, Ariana Grande's new song Seven Rings" yeah like, takes, takes the pretty boy swag it flow. Sounds, so, so, it sounds just like it, yeah. Soulja boy, he started a lot of stuff. He was he was he was a trendsetter and you know he was a martyr for a lot of things that are acceptable now he was like the soundcloud rapper before soundcloud so yeah the first soundcloud rapper he
0: sold a mill the first first guy to sell a mill off a of online record like you he's said. the
1: first in- indie guy yeah
0: you know? i saw people saying he invented facetime with a uh, kiss me through the phone like this this guy's an <laughs> innovator bro <laughs> i'm glad they're putting they're respecting him while he's still here you know he's getting his flowers
1: with some respect, on Soldier Boy's name, right? <laughs> <laughs> Soldier Boy, come on the pod, come on the pod. Actually, you know what? Since you had the social media, bro, please tweet him because he might fuck around and come on the pod. Just tweet Soldier Boy and ask him to come on our wrestling podcast because he's he's a video gamer. He's probably a fan of wrestling. I would love to have Soldier Boy on the podcast. he might, he might so he try, to, speak, try to
0: fight us through Facetime,
1: bro? Bro, that's fine with me. <laughs> Just get people listening to the pod. I'm, all, I'm down let's let's hop on this please tag him i got and, you and we'll do it give him, the, give him the time segment of when we speak about him
0: <laughs> i got you
1: um now speaking of something that was gone and now it's back and i believe it's better than ever it looks really nice uh wwe premiered the new tag titles
0: yes right
1: so that's very good. We're gonna get. We we're gonna. We're officially gonna get the women's tag division. Um, I hope that the belt is actually white completely and not the old black one, and then they just painted it white because that's what they did with the IC title. It was oh, black, and, so that's why when the IC title rips or looks grimy, it looks black underneath. But you know, the titles are nice. I do like that they had Alexa Bliss present it on her show and her segment. Um. Hopefully, we get you know Becky. I mean, not Becky. Uh. Hopefully, we get Sasha and Bailey as the champs because that would be great. Um. Who do you want to see as the ch- champs? I think
0: I think that's the what I expect the most. Um. Becky and I mean not Becky Wow. We we both fucked up the same way. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha and Bailey. Just because I can see them doing the redoing the Mega Powers angle with them. Like you know how Hogan and Yeah like if you're listening to this pod, you obviously know what the Mega Powers Angle is. So I'm not I'm not gonna bother explaining it. But this is like the perfect way to bring that angle back. One of the greatest, ang- maybe the greatest, uh, angle story ever told in wrestling history. Sasha and Bailey just give them the Mega Powers Angle.
1: But, but it's it- kind of funny how like the internet has a high mind about that because we're not the only ones.
0: Well, everybody wants that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once when, that once the rumors started flying around, it's like something that I've, I've I've been preaching for a while. Like anybody that I talk to and has heard me talk about that, I've told them like just do redo the Mega Powers angle because that's the only way to s- save um the, the Sasha and Bailey feud.
1: I would like to see the uh, uh, like maybe a uh, Iconics versus uh, Sasha and Bailey final. That'd be super dope. But they have to have Corey Graves if they do do like that. You know, mega powers gimmick. They should have Corey. Obviously, you know, oh, discuss because uh, Corey does not let it go. Yeah. You know about Sasha Banks. Yep. Did you see on Raw? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> that was before Sasha Banks turned on her friend Bailey and stabbed in the back. I'm like, dude, seriously. Yeah, so he's, great. <laughs> he's so consistent. So you know, you know, that's a, that's gonna be exciting.
0: I like how, um, I think on Twitter, Sasha like sometimes she'll take shots at Corey. Like, yeah. like, stop talking shit about me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm telling you, yeah, I, I didn't even think about um, integrating Corey Graves into the angle, but he, but you're right.
1: Because you got to have him in there.
0: Yeah, you can even redo redo the whole, um, the Hogan and Heenan thing. L- look at Sasha yeah. coming down the ramp, but whose side is she on? Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, if it's not Sasha and Bailey, I, I would want to give it to, um... Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. I like.
1: Okay. I like uh, Mandy
0: and I and Sonya Deville is like a a good a good worker. She's convincing. I think. I like them. I like them as a team. I may I may be biased because I'm I watch their uh, YouTube donut videos so. They're cool.
1: I'd like yeah, to see that. we them. know we know why you're watching those donut videos. Because I, I like donuts. Them. No, because <laughs> Mandy Rose is a vibe. That's why. Oh hell yeah!
0: That's a fact.
1: <laughs> Uh, <laughs> now, moving on to booking. I think we have three more things about WWE news. Um, You want me to just mention all of them at once and then we discuss? Or do you want to go one at yeah, a time? Yeah, just
0: re- read all of them and then we'll just chop away yeah. each
1: one. Well, it kind of matters. So, like, um, you know, we're going to obviously discuss Raw on SmackDown. But um, according to a uh, rumor, Dave Meltzer, he said that Brock Lesnar apparently handpicked Balor to be... The person who he wanted to face the Royal Rumble for the Universal title. Um, this is pretty cool considering Brock's best matches have been with AJ and Daniel Bryan who are smaller guys. So I'm excited to see how they do this Balor versus um, Brock match. And hopefully we get to see the demon. Um, uh, two other things. We have Andrade Cieng Almas. WWE.com is now Andrade. Which sucks. And Ronda Rousey. Uh, and a lot of WWE superstars were recently at the Mortal Kombat premiere for Mortal Kombat 11 because Ronda Rousey is voice acting and doing the mocap for Sonya Blade or did it. So WWE is just continuing to get their name out there with uh, um, Ronda Rousey and their talent. So um, how do you feel about Battle vs. Rock um, and Andrade's name being changed? And I feel like the Ronda Rousey, Sonya Blade thing is just... You know, something to throw in there for the fans, so they can check out the Mortal Kombat Eleven because it looks pretty good.
0: Yeah, have you, you um, have you seen some of the what do they call fatalities? Right?
1: Fuck yeah, some of, the, bro. Yo, some
0: of those fatalities are fire. <laughs> it's amazing. Like he rips off. The, I'm, I'm gonna
1: buy it. Just yeah, to buy
0: it. He rips, so the one that yo, he rips off the uh, the guy's face, then he rips off like their skull, and then rips off their brain. And the graphics who's, were fired. Who's like,
1: finisher with that? Who's out of that? That was my favorite I one. I
0: can't remember that, but that was my favorite <laughs> one too. I was like, bruh. And I, I can't even like, as a kid, I, I never figured out how to do the, the fatalities on the Super Nintendo. So this is where uh, this is where Twitch might come in handy. I'm just gonna watch people hit fatalities.
1: But that wish was I could but, do it. <laughs> then remember when we got older and there was the website cheat code. Was it cheatcodes.com?
0: There used to be so many like game facts, and um yeah, there's a bunch of them. I I, I forget them, but this was before everything was just Google, a Google search away. But it, it's pretty it's pretty cool to see. I, I didn't know that um she voiced it too. I thought they just picked her to do the the motions.
1: Yeah, but I think I think it's pretty dope. But um,
0: you, did, wait, did you see um Zelina in the and the? Uh, yeah, I forget the other, bro.
1: Bro, that's that's like prime fat material, bro. Oh my god. All the all the marks were ready.
0: <laughs> the marks didn't know what to do with themselves.
1: They really didn't, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think something else that had marks like marking out was Finn Balor being yes. put into the the main event of the Rumble. Like remember we talked about a push coming and I even brought up like you think he'll win the Royal Rumble? And now he's in the main event. I guess like the co-main event of the Rumble. He's gonna take on Brock. I like it. I like the way that they did it on um, on Raw. You know, he, they had him beat Gender. They had that dope promo with Vince McMahon where he was like, "I know you haven't believed in me ever," and he's like, "Well, you see all this all this beef in the ring. First of all, pause, Mister McMahon. Don't, <laughs> don't ever say that again." <laughs> And, um, so, you know, you had, you had, uh, Corbin, you had Cena, and you had, um, McIntyre in the ring with him. Um, I don't know, I thought, I thought, um, Corbin was there to take the pin. I was surprised when he pinned Cena. That was dope. And then, Cena having to give, like, a little speech at the end, I, I didn't, I wasn't a fan of that. Just cause, like, the crowd kinda chilled out while he was talking.
1: Like, yeah, you know that's I kinda mean? Like, like the, the reaction. Whole... Like. To that was out. like the whole like rock holding Roman's hand shit, but you know Balor's Balor's up, but I, you know with Brock's Brock, contract, I still don't believe in anything because you know if as long as Brock is on the contract, Brock is champ. So okay, we're gonna have Brock versus Lesnar, but is Lesnar gonna win? Is yeah, I don't, I don't,
0: I don't see Balor going over. I think, I think what they're gonna do is have him come out and the demon the demon gimmick and that'll give everybody hope that he can win
1: yeah but he's gotta win if he comes out in that
0: that's the thing i mean i don't see this going to wrestlemania because if it if it did i'd say they're gonna do like a trilogy or like a one and uh one and two like he doesn't come out with the gimmick the demon gimmick and then the second time he does and that's when he wins unless like yeah i don't I don't know I don't see Balor winning but it's a good spot and especially like since Brock picked you to 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 want to want to have a match with you and apparently was, they, he wanted him last year too but Vince wasn't convinced that Balor was over
1: well I guess it's against okay C.U.K. for him to realize how fucking over Balor is you think that's what did it yeah I think that's what it did
0: or is it like just like we've been talking like the whole arms race and just trying to keep him happy or nah a little bit I
1: think I think Battle is one of those guys that, you know, it doesn't matter what he's doing. He's going to be a favorite. Because the thing is, it's like one of those things where Meltzer was discussing about how, like, Becky, right? People watch her on TV, but she doesn't move merch. But Balor actually moves merch. A oh, lot yeah. of merch. He's one of the top merch sellers. So, you know, and then in NXT UK, when he came out, Like, that entrance and that arena, it felt like there were, you know, 30,000 people in that arena, but there wasn't even close to that. Mm -hmm. Because it was just insane The the, you know, like, when he came out, he had a presence, you know, the pose, everybody's doing the pose, the music. It just shows, like, he's prime time. And, you know, the guy, the abs, it's like, he's perfect. He's everything you want in, like, a baby face and somebody that you need. Because it's believable if he goes up against somebody like Brock, somebody like mcintyre that people would doubt him so you want that beautiful baby face that can fucking destroy people and then he's got the demon gimmick to add that little extra um angle to himself so i think yeah i think it was i think nxc uk probably and just the fact that there's not a lot of talent right now on raw because rollins and and dean are stale as fuck yeah um i think that's that's um one of the things that probably went into making that decision
0: what do you think of the way they um they wrote stroman out of the main event
1: it's perfect because per- frankly like i'm tired of like for now like stroman was over for the way he was over but they didn't put the belt on him and now it's just he looks like a bumbling idiot who just breaks stuff and it's kind of old that they keep doing that like i get it made sense like oh you broke vince's car yeah. so you're not gonna get the title shot okay but still it, it just i think he's still hurt
0: yeah, he's not he's not clear for the Rumble or he won't be yeah. cleared by the Rumble. So that's why they took him out. Yeah. But um you saw what I put in in the docket like is his ceiling now like a big show esque career? Like is that what he's going to be a uh, a uh, like a slightly more not slightly. He's more talented than a big show, but is that is that what he's going to have? Like his accomplishments are going to match what Big Show did in his career?
1: I think like, I don't, think like pity, I don't think he's the pity title athlete.
0: run, and then that's it.
1: Yeah, but I think I think even then I don't I wouldn't compare his career to the Big Show because remember at one point like Braun is like huge and he can and he wrestles but he's not Big Show like Big Show people forget when Big Show was the giant like he was athletic like he was doing moon salts and front flips off of the top rope. Like, Big Show was a beast. And, like, when he was the giant and when he came to WWE as a Big Show, like, he's always been over. Like, I don't think anybody's ever looked at Big Show and been like, I'm tired of Big Show. Like, yeah, you're tired of Big Show turning face and heel, but you're never going to get tired of seeing Big Show. And, like, with, with Braun, like, I'm tired of seeing him break stuff backstage. Like, he's barely in the ring. All he does is break stuff. So. I don't know. I feel like he's going to have a Big show us. Like at least
0: in w- WWE and WWF, like he's gonna have a big show run. Like that's what his career is gonna be. Eventually, he'll get the universal title. Yeah, but, um, I think it'll be like one of those. I guess you, we need to put it on you runs, not like you worked for it and stuff like that. We'll see. We shall see. Yeah, and then the last thing about on on the stuff you talked about. They they did my guy uh, our guy Andrade Cien Almas. They did him dirty. They cut off like the two good names, the good two part of his names, and then left Andrade. Like what are you what are you doing? <sighs> it, it did it, it, like they've done it before, like um, Apollo Cruz turned to Apollo, which is whatever. Like Apollo, that that's cool. They did it to Rusev with uh, a was it Vladimir Rusev? I
1: they don't cut know. It. They I, cut out I, Vladimir. No, they did. They did it to Rusev. They did it to Cesaro. Cesaro was
0: Antonio Cesaro. Cesaro, but that sounds good. Like Andrade Cien Almas. You have you should have kept Cien. Like if anything, Cien should have been the name they kept instead. You keep Andrade. Like
1: it's literally in his goddamn theme song
0: yeah like is he gonna get new music now too i don't know or even maybe idolo just el idolo keep that that would have been better than andrade i think i don't know i i I don't like the move and then they kept trying to freaking shove it down our throat pause that that was his new name like it was in the huge letters behind them they do that the panoramic view where you can see the His titan crown behind him. And they said on Friday like. 15 times as he was walking to the ring. And like 100 during the match. But we'll we'll talk about that match in a few. But um. Last night. I went to the uh. Evolve show here in Brooklyn. Where in uh. Johnny Gargano. Was like the main attraction. He made his return to Evolve Wrestling. Overall. I enjoyed the show. As um. I think the show the evolve show we went to a month ago was it Kells we went to evolve? uh yeah I think it was a month yeah, ago Yeah no, so a month ago I think that was a slightly better evolve show but um I I still wasn't disappointed by it Uh probably match of the night to me was um Anthony Henry versus Kurt Stallion Kurt Stallion Kells is that um that cowboy remember he had the Texas Trunks like yeah, tall, yeah, tall oh, lanky guy
1: he had the match against ar fox
0: yeah so he him and uh, anthony henry had the match of the night bro it I'm was real? it was basically a, a strong style match the whole time and these guys at the end of the match their chest their back their hands were like red had like welts on them at one point like people were just like, is this a shoot? Like, are these guys? Do these guys really not like each other? Like, yo, they were slapping the shit out of each other in the face. Yeah. Like this might be worth going, like paying like eight bucks just to go watch this match on their um on their streaming service that they provide. Bro, this was a dope match. Like, I didn't even take out my phone to record. Cause like, nah, I'm gonna miss something. Like these slaps were ridiculous. People thought it was a shoot, and they had they had they had the best match of the night, in my opinion.
1: Did did they shake hands after?
0: Yeah, at the end, at the end, um, like um, what's his name? Anthony Henry went into the ring, gave uh Kurt Sally his hand. They both slapped the shit out of each other one last time in the face, and then they just hugged and shook hands.
1: (laughs) So who won the match though?
0: Anthony Henry went over.
1: Okay, but yeah. Kurt Stallion when he had that match with Ar Fox, that was a really good match though.
0: Yeah, I, I I remember him having a good match, but I didn't think he was gonna have match of the night. That was like the surprise at the end of the show. I was like, "Wow, Stallion and uh, Henry had the the match of the night."
1: And Henry is that guy who had the like the the that
0: weird chest tattoo, right? Yeah, he has um like a. Damn, what are those Japanese trees called? The cherry blossom trees. He has like a cherry blossom tree sleeve kind of thing on his chest.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: that's Anthony Henry.
1: Okay, who did Gargano face?
0: Gargano. Um, he was in the tag team match. He teamed up with Ar Fox, and he. Oh, versed... really? Yeah, Ar Fox and Gargano took on um, Austin Theory is the the Evolve champion and uh Joshua Briggs. Remember that the heel.
1: Oh, uh, big boy Briggs.
0: Yeah. And that that was a good match too. Like it wasn't bad. I like I like Austin Theory. He has like a I don't know if it's his gimmick the whole time, but he has like this good chicken shit heel gimmick. Like every time Gargano got in the ring, he would tag in Briggs, and before the match, he was like talking mad shit about him. So that that guy that guy's good. And then uh, the God the God Darby Allen, the future of pro wrestling. Yes. He took on uh, Fabian Eichner from uh, like, NXT I like, UK.
1: I like Fabian Eichner.
0: Yeah, like so. The build up to the match was funny. Like um, Darby Allen kept saying, kept promoting it that Fabian Eichner was like as generic as you could get, like a wrestler, because <laughs> he basically comes out in black boots, black trunks, and then he has no tattoos. He he's bald. And um, what Eichner did was he came out in skinny jeans and tights under it and then like the kind of boots that Darby Allen wears <laughs> so he basically had Darby Allen's attire on in the match and I was, I was pissed because I was ready to yell you look like a creative superstar like you know when you play the video games and yeah. you get the template and it's just <laughs> a bald guy in black trunks that's Fabian Eichner and I was like oh this guy just looks like a creative superstar template but he changed it up which was which was good Um, Eichner went over, but um, Darby Allen sold like crazy, hit his moves, and then um, there was actually Darby Allen fans in the building this time. Yes. Like, you you know, people had a Darby Allen chance when he was coming out. I was like, oh, it's lit. I was like, Brooklyn, Brooklyn knows. But um, I don't know. We we still haven't seen him win the match, which is crazy.
1: I think this is part of a gimmick yeah that he's gonna keep losing these matches and i think he's gonna like break and go on the streak yeah that i think so too because
0: this is uh second time we see him in the ball but he loses last time he lost to badass cassius Ohno, oh no oh cassius Ohno. but um last night's match was good he uh he hit his typical moves cough and drop um dives out of the ring it was, it was dope and then I, I actually met him after the after the show what? Yeah, I met. You didn't I met mention the guy. this in the group chat. i was breaking news on the podcast. I wanted to hear Oscar like, just cry.
1: You took a picture with him?
0: No, nah, I, I didn't, because um he 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 wouldn't come out from behind the the merch table, and I didn't just want okay. to look like a like a loser mark standing in front of a table with Alan in the background. Yeah, so I was like, I'll just get another another time. But I did cop the new the new Darby Allen T shirt one for me and one for oscar oh you didn't get me one you guys are assholes you didn't say anything in the
1: chat well i was busy bro i was at work (laughs) you know what i'm saying next could have been like yo i'm thinking of you know what i'm saying (laughs) look at darby allen such a hard worker (laughs) puts on a great match and then goes and sells his own merch what a worker
0: (laughs) yeah man he he was cool and i think i think he's wrestling in mexico too now did you tell him anything Nah, I just told him, yo, we, I was like, we have a little podcast and like, we're, we're building Darby Allen Island, Island and he just laughed. I forgot, I forgot. <laughs> I, forgot he, I had, cause I had my LWO hoodie on and I think, I think he said like, thank you. Thank you, amigo, or something like that. And I was like, in my head, I was like, racist.
1: <laughs> thank you, amigo. Wow. Yeah. Darby I was he's like, wow. Sp- nah, he's speaking Spanish, bro. He's breaking borders. <laughs> Shout out to Darby Allen. He's trying Spanish cause he's wrestling in Mexico <laughs> and you fucked up. He said, "Oh, we got a little pocket. He should have been like, "Yo, come on the pod," you know, blah blah blah. If you come on the pod, nah, you, you should have told them if you come on post the pod,
0: a picture of the shirt, and I'd be like, "We're fans of Darby Allen. Come on the pod." That's how you well, get attention.
1: No, you should have told them. Listen, bro, if you come on the podcast, I'll buy a hundred dollars worth of shirts. You're an <laughs> asshole. So you should have done. We'll do it next of all show. Yeah, next of all show. We'll yeah. Be there. We'll be there. Oscar would be like, "Oh, it's too expensive. I can't. I can't pay dollars <laughs> for a shirt." I had I had second row seats. Pretty How dope. much did you pay for the tickets?
0: Um same as last time I think. What, what did would we pay? Forty? Forty
1: five? Doing a great job.
0: Yep, same as last time. Unfortunately. if we left it up
1: to Oscar, he would put us in standing room only.
0: Yep. Unfortunately. Oh no. Unfortunately. <laughs> I was surrounded by like a group of eight loser marks <laughs> that are like the marks that we Hate on week in and week out on this podcast, bro. In front of me, there was a Cassius Ono lookalike wearing the socks that he probably jerks off into <laughs> on his hands with X's drawn on them, and he ruined like any picture I would try to take because apparently, Wait, the guy,
1: like, like CM Punk stuff,
0: yes. He has like you know how CM Punk had the white tape on his hands and he would put X's on them. This guy has socks on his hands with X's on them. And apparent, the and then you know I, I put in the group chat and Oscar is part of the problem. He goes, "Oh, that CM Punk kid. What? This is part of the problem. Like, ask if you hear this. You you are part of the problem." You're acknowledging these loser marks and giving them <laughs> cool nicknames. They think they think these nicknames are cool. Like this kid, is, you know, you gas him up. This is like, oh my, I don't know. Like this kid thinks he's cool. He's CM Punk kid.
1: Wait, oh. so did he have like the CM Punk outfit on?
0: No, he just had like sweats on and like a a smelly t-shirt. So like, weird. All these other marks. And he's like surrounded <laughs> by like his little his little mark crew. Like they're starting to they they try to start like stupid chants. Um Priscilla Kelly was at the event and that's a uh, that's Darby Allen's girl, first of all. Okay. Good, good worker. She's hot. But uh she's also the, the tampon girl, the one that that's the tampon tampon spot and girl. Shoved girl. it in somebody's mouth. And these that marks was a good spot. These marks kept yelling I want tuna during her match <laughs> and nobody laughed but they would keep doing it and they would like burst into little giggles like little schoolgirls fucking losers I, I i hated them that that was like probably the one thing that ruined the show for me well not ruined it but it took away some of the the pleasure i had at, at that show Fucking loser marks. I'm sorry you had to go through that, bro. Yeah, like, you had a shitty chant. We heard you the first time. You don't gotta yell it again.
1: Nah, that's why you got it wrong. They have to yell it again.
0: Otherwise, you didn't hear it. (laughs) Uh, Next time. Yo, next time someone does that, I'm just gonna yell, yo, we heard you the first time. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Alright, I feel better. I think... I think that's it i was gonna write write this like shoot promo down but i think it was better off the dome all right i think that that's that sums up uh oh street Props are dope i never really watched them in NXT. they were there they defended their tag titles against um rough rough and uh the tall the tall guy he's with i forget his name
1: i don't um, know i i like
0: um but no, you remember no, no, the yeah, little no. the little guy they are rough oh yeah.
1: the little little Uzi Vert
0: yeah the little Uzi Vert look <laughs> and then his tall partner but uh, I forgot his partner's name but they versus three profits it was a dope match and um uh, yeah that's my takeaway from Evolve Evolve 219 I think no 119 119 yeah. 119 yeah if you guys if Evolve is ever in your neighborhood or wherever you guys live definitely go check it out All Right. alright now moving on. We're gonna talk about Raw and SmackDown this week. What'd you think? I'm, well, I'm glad I, I, I'm glad Oscar's not on the call. And you oh, know, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. know why.
1: Yeah, because the fucking the 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 cheek clapper won the IC title. The cheat clapper know. won Is it, the title. Do you think they're setting up the Sapphire Rumble win for that?
0: I have no idea what they're setting up but I I can't believe I'm going to say this, but it was a good thing they threw Lashley into that match. To win the title? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It was, Dean, yeah. And, Dean and Seth is, like, boring. It's two guys that are good, and, like, they're good talents. People like them. But they just couldn't put together, in my opinion, like a, a watchable match.
1: Well, it was becoming the new uh, battle of Corbin. Every week, you know.
0: I mean, it was they—they—they they, they were getting pay-per-view matches, though. Balor and Corbin was every week on Raw. These guys were getting pay-per-view matches, and they couldn't get it right. It was like Cena and Orton when they—they they had matches. They weren't good matches. They just couldn't—they couldn't click. I don't know what it was, but I'm—I'm I'm glad Lashley had the title and maybe Seth and. Dean can go some different angle now. I'm I'm already tired of it. I don't I don't care about their angle anymore.
1: Yeah, they ruined that. That heel turn
0: wasn't done properly. So no, it was. That was a dope heel turn. To do it on on the night that Reigns was like, oh, and that he had to leave because he was sick. Like nobody was expecting that. I remember we were hyped for it, and we said we're hyped, but we know WWE is going to ruin it. And look what happened. They ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> They definitely did. Yeah, but we'll we'll talk about the good the good the good stuff on Raw now. Um, Sasha and Rousey segment. That was that was a dope segment. I think it was like a had like UFC vibes to it.
1: Yeah, I like how they're making it obvious that like Rousey picked Sasha mm-hmm. for this match, and like Sasha's like there's like kind of a respect between them, but they both both hate each other. Yeah. They both like dislike each other, so it's it's pretty. And Sasha's this match is going to be really good, though. I'm so excited.
0: I, yeah, I think it's going to be good. And the build up, the build up, like I said, is great. Their their tag match was, was good too. Um, Sasha never tagged in Rousey, right? During that match, uh, I didn't well, watch she that. Tried, match. She tried not to. I think
1: I didn't watch the match,
0: so she basically beat the trash, the trash that is uh Nia Jackson Tamina on her own. Oh, God. As she should. Because Nia uh, Jax almost killed her. The
1: 300.5 ounce Nia Jax? Yeah. Ounce? I think you That's got that wrong, bro. <laughs> no, she said that last... Oh, you didn't notice that, did you?
0: No, what'd she say?
1: Last week, go back and watch the segment between her and Sasha. She goes, you're talking to a three hundred and five, 300.5 ounce woman.
0: I don't know what unit of measurement she thinks ounces, but
1: that ain't (laughs) it. (laughs) She's definitely not 300.5 ounces, bro. She's definitely not. That ain't it, Naya. That ain't it. (laughs) She's more like 4,800 ounces. (laughs) You
0: know. Since we're talking about Naya and Tamina, unfortunately, they are in... They're rumored to be part of that elimination chamber match where the women tag titles will be competed for and we will get our first women's tag tag team champions. Other teams that are being rumored are Sonia Deville and Mandy Rose, the iconics and Sasha and Bailey, like we were talking about before.
1: Well, we already know the purpose of Tamina and I is for one of them to like do the break the cage spot where the door doesn't open. You know that's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so. I mean, I don't. It's stupid that they're doing this at Elimination Chamber, in my opinion. And it's going to be an Elimination Chamber match. Yeah. They, like, you don't even. The elements of a tag team match don't even apply to an Elimination Chamber tag team chamber, I guess, whatever.
1: Well, it's kind of cool, though, if, like, you know, one of your team members is eliminated, but one person is still.
0: Is there. that what they're going to
1: do? Hopefully, because if they I make like it a, a they, single elimination. Well, you think they're gonna make it one pin wins everything, or you think they're gonna make it no, everybody like, gets eliminated? Like one pin eliminates
0: your team. Oh, not no, I like think that's... each member has to get pinned. I I that, thought that's what they were gonna do.
1: That, that sucks.
0: Yeah, which is why I don't like it. It's
1: weird. Yeah, yeah I'm not a fan of it. Well, hopefully, we'll see the way they do the stipulation. So.
0: Yeah, they could have they could have done like a like a tournament. And then just stretch it out to Mania. And crown champions at Mania. That's like your Mania moment. Unless they bring in... Like, it's rumored that they're going to bring in uh, Lita and Trish to compete for them.
1: It's kind of crazy. Mania is only three months away. Yeah.
0: I don't know why they're bringing in Lita. Oh, shit. She's going to try to kill herself with a moonsault again.
1: Yeah, because they could have done, like, elimination matches at every pay-per-view leading up to... Wrestlemania Yeah I
0: don't know it's, it's weird But I mean we'll see Let's not try to shit on it too much We'll see At Elimination Chamber We're probably like what a month A month away Yeah we sh- We shall see We shall see <laughs> And then yeah we talked about The Bowler segment Strowman segment So I think we can move on to The A show Smackdown Yes Started off no, it, it didn't start off with the Styles and Brian promo, right? I think this is the first no. thing I took note of, because I didn't think the other stuff was important.
1: I watched it on Hulu, so I don't know what's the start and what's the end, or what's act- like what it is. I just watched it. Oh
0: okay. really? All right, so yeah, so Styles, last week uh, Brian had a promo in the crowd and in the merch section and stuff, and Styles did it this week. He's cutting his uh promo on Brian, and then... Brian was in the crowd and attacked AJ. For a second, I actually thought it was a fan. Because this is is live. So I was like, oh shit, someone wild out and actually tried to attack AJ. But it was Daniel, Bryan and Blackery.
1: Yeah. Uh, How do you you feel about this? Do you want to see them wrestle again? I feel like it's too many times already. In like the first month. Like I think they need to slow down. Uh... I don't know. I feel like...
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe they're one of those... They're on their way to being a Dean and Rollins thing where their matches are... I don't know. They don't go over. Although their SmackDown <sighs> matches were good. The pay-per-view ones they had. I, I, I didn't go back and rewatch that one.
1: No, the pay-per-view one was really good. It was... I, I, I didn't... Like, personally, I thought it was... Like, I'll say this. like It was boring, but... It wasn't a bad match. Like, if that was a match that was done in, like, an indie show, it would, like, it would be the be match dead. at night. Yeah. But but by the point that... By the time they wrestled, the crowd was kind of, like, slow and dead. So I don't really blame them that they didn't get, like, that crazy of a, a pop during the match. And yeah. the finish was pretty creative. So with, the, like, the roll-up or whatever, it was pretty, the way it was done was pretty good. That's true. Um,
0: is, there, is there, like, a... They're they're wrestling each other again, right, at the Rumble? Mhm. Because uh, AJ, AJ,
1: no, it's just a regular match. Because AJ won that elimination, the four, the six oh, way, whatever yeah, yeah. match.
0: Right. Right. Okay. He he won. So so, so then no stipulation yet. No. Oh, okay. I feel like there's gonna be a stipulation thrown in there. Hopefully. Empty arena match.
1: Nah, I think <laughs> it should be like a <laughs> empty arena match. <laughs> give on like a ladder or something.
0: Yeah. Something. Balls counts anywhere? That'd be cool because remember, um, Rumble's gonna be in the baseball stadium. They could do yeah, some cool yeah. spots, maybe.
1: Dude, like jump off the outfield. Yeah, wall.
0: Some, something like that. They could do a cool spot.
1: It's at where's it? That's at City Field, right?
0: No, it's in Arizona. I forget what they're. Oh, no.
1: What? am sorry, uh, I'm confusing it. Confusing it. WrestleMania. Um, the it's in it's in the the what you call it? The Diamondbacks.
0: Yeah, I forgot what their stadium is called, but that's where it
1: oh, is. Oh, they could do like, a, um, because the Diamondbacks have a pool. They could do like a pool spot if they do like false content. With, oh, yeah, yeah, somebody gets pool? Yeah, somebody like, gets <laughs> thrown, some, like, thrown in the pool from the jacuzzi. True. That'd nice. be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: they can have fun with it if it's a, it's a false content anywhere match. Then the match of the night. Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. A 5-10 match. And to me, it screams you gotta give them time at Mania, man. You have to give them time at Mania.
1: They're gonna have to do a hair versus mask angle.
0: Yeah, they're they're gonna have to. That's where they have to go. And it's gonna be a fire ass match if they get time.
1: Well, aren't they having a two out of three this week on yeah, SmackDown?
0: They got announced something today. They're gonna have um to follow up their match that they had on um on Tuesday night. Yo, some of those. What was your what was your favorite spot out of that match?
1: I like the mysterio spot where he where, where he like does the where he jumps up and they're holding each other's like hands and he like picks them up with his legs and then flips them into the you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like kinda reminiscent like, of
0: the Eddie the Eddie and Ray spot, right?
1: Yeah, the Eddie and Ray yep. spot where like, yeah, and John Jay leans on the legs and then flips. Like those guys, you know, that Mexican style is dope and i just would would, like i like the match i think andre and ray obviously they're all-time greats but i like this is the problem with wwe it's like yeah they have a good match okay now we're gonna give them a two because a two out of three like after the two out of three can they need to like end this like they can't wrestle anymore until like if they're gonna wrestle at mania they can't wrestle until mania yeah there can't be anything between them like if you're gonna do the angle, build the angle, but like I don't want to see them wrestle every week because then by me, I'm not gonna give a fuck.
0: I mean, if they're gonna do that, they might as well do just tell us right off the bat that it's gonna be like a best out of seven or something. Because that that sim- <laughs> that simmers down like expectations. I think, in my opinion, or you can, can do throw in I like remember. you can throw in like these little smosh finishes, like roll up a roll up will win like match one or something, and then just escalate all the way up to a match seven and let them just ball out in match 7
1: they could do like also an Iron Man match for WrestleMania. Mania well you know what fuck it but this wouldn't work just bring back three stages of hell <laughs> <laughs> or three stages of Lucha you know? oh, that'd be that'd be cool but the the thing is the,
0: the time restrictions like an uh, Iron Man match it would be dope but are they really gonna give him 30 minutes at Mania
1: I would but you know WWE doesn't think like
0: that but WWE isn't yeah that's the problem. I don't know if you guys haven't watched this match on Grady and Ray on SmackDown. Definitely go watch it. Some really dope spots. Oh, the Hurricane Rana off the, off the was it the apron or the turnbuckle?
1: I believe it was the turnbuckle.
0: Yeah, right. Top of the turnbuckle to the outside of the ring, and then Ray yeah. almost landed on his feet. Crazy. That was crazy.
1: Yeah, that was. I think I think Meltzer gave it like a four point five star or something like that. But you know, we'll get yeah. we'll give it 5 Tims just cuz our boy went
0: Yeah, if that if that was a, if that match had happened at a pay-per-view it it would be like early match of the year candidate, I think.
1: Oh, of course, definitely, but it happened on a SmackDown. It's yeah. still a match of the year candidate right now but for SmackDown.
0: It'll, yeah, but it'll be forgotten like in terms of overall cuz when people think they just think pay-per-view matches.
1: Yeah, WWE is only going to list like the pay-per-view matches or whatever.
0: Yeah, but a dope match. Didn't watch it. Go watch it, and then the end of SmackDown was, um, I guess, more development on the Miz and Shane angle, which I don't, I don't really care for right now. I guess we're waiting for a payoff, but I don't, I don't know what's gonna, what's, what's supposed to. Is, does that angle have you excited?
1: I don't, I don't nope. care about it, right? Not at all. I don't give two shits about it.
0: I guess Shane and Miz are gonna get a title shot, title shots at the. At the Rumble, and the whole thing that united them was um, that Miz's dad is, has never been proud of him, and he he was proud of Shane O'Mac, so he, he recruited oh, him to be his team partner.
1: Well, whatever. I'm, I'm not gonna give up on the angle because I'm not gonna pay attention to it right now. But if they win the tag titles, then I'll probably pay attention to it because I like I like Miz when when he has a belt and how how he really 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 ratchets up the dickheadness of his yeah, character and,
0: and elevates whatever title he has. Yeah. But um, again though, tag team division, they're not really a tag team, and I feel like they're gonna get the tag <laughs> titles. So revival, you know, they have a part, this tag team division like all fucked up.
1: This is the, the the revival deciding to leave over the booking on the um gonna call it on the booking of the tag division is equal to Neville's anger about him losing to Enzo, which he has every right to be mad about, so
0: another another point where I'm glad Oscar is not on this call. He would have been like, no, Enzo's Enzo's that guy. No. (laughs) (laughs) And then just to wrap up, the little little segments for the new talent they've done on both Raw and SmackDown where they have the NXT call-ups kind of just lurking in the background. What do you think of those?
1: I think right now Heavy Machinery has had the best segment so far. The EC three segment where he's like standing there looking at himself in the mirror. I don't know what, what's going on with that. Um Nikki Cross, her match was pretty good. I like that ring apron spot where she like goes in between and pulls person in between the apron and beats them up. Yeah, um, that's
0: that's one of her spots that she does. It's, what's
1: it's the fun. what's the name of the Carmen San Diego girl?
0: Um Lacey Evans.
1: Lacey Evans, yeah. She's looking like Carmen San Diego like like, it would be dope if, like, Balor wins the title and she becomes his valet or something. Because they could go, like, because he could do, like, the walk like he did the last time. And then instead of, like, it will be the same camera angle, but he has the belt now. And then he saw her, but now he's the champ, so he goes up to her and, like, says some cocky shit. And then, like, next week, <laughs> she's his valet. That'd, that'd, that'd be dope. Kind of...
0: I'm, I'm surprised you like the, the heavy machinery spot they got. I, I didn't like it
1: it's tacky and it's corny like obviously he shakes and weights or whatever but i do like otis i like those of it. it's like the dude can fucking go and i think that he does oh. the worm like but, it, it fits you, his character but what do you
0: think of the raw the raw segment they got i thought that one was really bad
1: no i think the alexa bliss one it didn't go well i didn't like it that much because it was just weird but I mean, it, the one it, but the it, one with new day was good
0: yeah, but the New Day one was, was good, and it was funny when um, Becky drunk, drank their shake. But the, <laughs> the Alexa Bliss one was, I didn't like it because it kind of just presented them as jokes. Like, Dozovich comes out like he's, like he's stupid, like lost, and it just presented them, I think, as a joke. And if you're going to present new talent, don't, don't do that because immediately people look at them as a comedy act. Just have them come out, have him, put them on, like have them have a dope match. Like the first match I've ever seen, I saw with Heavy Machinery was at a uh, New Orleans as a pre-show for a uh, NXT Takeover, and I was engaged for that match. That was an entertaining ass match. That's what they should have done. I I feel like they're already starting to bury Heavy Machinery because nah, they're that com- I, I, they're that comedy act.
1: I don't I don't think. I, because the thing is though, like it fits their gimmick because Dolzovich he's like does the worm, bro. But did, yeah. you, did you see his tweet? Did you see his tweet mm, to Alexa it's Bliss? Like, it's like the picture of like him behind the tag team titles, and he's like, "Who's that lady? Yeah, Who's that lady." <laughs> <laughs> so like I, he's hamming it up. He knows he knows what he's doing. Like the picture with um Heyman looking at him and he's like I'm coming hashtag (laughs) like I love the hashtag uh, moment of Otis (laughs) like listen like I know it's tacky and obviously like I'm one of the most people who's very serious and I hate tackiness but I think the tackiness was done well, especially since we haven't seen Heavy Machinery in the ring and people haven't seen Heavy Machinery in what I say, like mainstream WWE yeah. fans who don't watch NXT haven't seen him in the ring. So just like picture if you're somebody who doesn't watch NXT, right, and this guy comes out and he's like acting like a fool during Alexa Bliss segments, drinking like protein shakes, and then he goes in the ring and he hits the worm. Like people are going to – like I, I have a huge – amount of like confidence in them because I think they're going to get over. I think just them being wacky, um, those bitch, the way he hits the worm, and then like even his, his his partner was like sometimes my little brother gets lost, other times he gets confused. Tonight he <laughs> went out on Raw, but I love him. Like it's, you know, it's going to be good. I think they're going to be fine personally. Like it's, if, if they're like the next kind of like a new version of like too cool, I do not be mad at that. When, where, like not with a dancing skin. But the fact that Otis does the worm, I'm telling you, I would not be surprised in, like, a month from now, he's, like, in the corner and he raises his hands and, like, like, the whole crowd goes nuts while he does the worm. I'm telling oh, you yeah
0: I, I, Yeah, You're, I can see that. Where, do you, where and, do you think they'll end up? What show?
1: Uh, I didn't think they're going to be on Raw. But also, the other thing about them, too, is that they're, like, if you go on, like, like, if you go on the internet, if you go on Twitter and stuff like that, their memeability is insane, dude like like their meme ability is amazing and it, you know what to say if you become a meme that's it like you're gonna the meme shit is real like if you become a meme you're gonna blow up like the fact that those is like posting pictures of like tlc and he's like don't go doze in waterfalls <laughs> like it's tacky but it works like i'm not even mad at it
0: yeah that, that's did to think about um i remember i forget what i heard biggie once say he said um that knew they as a team, they have they they set out to be like the most gif um team of all time. That's why they're always doing like all these faces and like weird shit on camera. Just so that people can use them as gifts, and that just gets their name out there more. Like that that popcorn gif, the Big E popcorn gif. Oh I've yeah. You, you... Everybody <laughs> uses that shit. And nobody even knows that people that don't watch wrestling use it.
1: But he took that gift from the Michael Jackson eating popcorn gift. Yeah, and like and like they're always making nods to popular culture. They're always like they're so like New Day at this point. They're so meta, it's like insane.
0: Yeah, but he he said him he said that was like a, a goal they set. They they wanted to be the most giftable team in wrestling, and they they did it. All these gifts like of even, them are dope.
1: <laughs> like even the picture of like Dozovich before he signed with WWE. Did you see that shit? No, where he's like, just Google it. Um, he posted it was like, um, hashtag TBT, baby does. That shit is. He looks like Captain Underpants with hair, bro. That shit is hilarious.
0: <laughs> oh, here we go. I'm loading it up right now. What the
1: fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm talking about, bro? Yeah.
0: What the hell? Oh, that's crazy. That's that's hilarious.
1: That shit is so funny,
0: All right. dude. Maybe maybe I have I have hope now. Maybe they'll manage to get over.
1: Like, if I'm wrong, I don't give a shit. But like, I really like heavy machinery.
0: Yeah. So, team to keep an eye on. Fucking hilarious, man.
1: <laughs> and what's her name? Carmen San Diego. I think she's gonna be fun.
0: Lacey Evans. Yeah, she's she's okay. I I have I watched like one or two matches of her. I think she was in the Mae Young Classic. I watched that match. She has a dope finish with a, and it's a dope name. Um, the woman's right. And I think it's just like a right elbow to the face, which is a perfect, like, social justice warrior, like, feminist era move name. Yeah, and the we love Lacey right. Evans yep.
1: because she's a veteran.
0: Oh, is she? I didn't know that.
1: She used to be a Marine, bro. Oh,
0: shit. Oh, she's legit then.
1: Yeah, that's why she always wears, like, those, like, um, Miss America outfits or, like, Rosie the Riveter outfits.
0: Oh, okay. I thought that was just a gimmick. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. That's dope.
1: And she's fucking jacked.
0: Yeah, she's (laughs) she's she's built.
1: She's fucking jacked. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So she'll be all right. I think I think she's gonna be fine, but I don't think Oscar is. (laughs) So you know, listen. Um, I think that I think at the I think that was the last point on the rundown. Um, to all the marks out there, uh, hope you're having a great and successful new year so far. Um, we at Los Marcos know that we are having a good year so far, but, uh, we don't know if our good friend will be alive next week. So thank you for tuning in and listening to the pod. Uh, we hope to hear from you on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, please tag Darby Allen. Please tag soldier boy. They need to come on the pod. And, uh, You will hear from us next week. You got anything, Vero? Nah, that's it. We out. Peace.